Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show to good a Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. This is the Mark Aram Show heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's 7.07, by the way. 7.07. Gang, not all here today. Deborah Green, producer of the Mark Aram Show, is in the building, but she's uh, two doors down filling in on one of our other radio stations. And I'm not going to tell you which station because then you'll tune in and listen to her. But uh, she's here with us in spirit and body, just two doors down. Uh, Longoria like was a few weeks ago. Exactly. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Uh, Spencer's the intern who can't find the headphones on my desk. My desk is right behind low T Chuck right there. I found it. There were a pair of headphones and no adapter. Oh, really? All right. <laughs> Our studio audience gets no headphones. Say that's intern Spencer. Uh, low T Chuck screens your calls. We are going to have a very fun show for you tonight. Little Sanji is going to join us live in studio with Would You Rather. Always good to see the little dude. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. I want to give an update, though, on the breaking news. So I woke up at 5 today uh, to a bunch. You guys get push alerts on your phone from, like, news organizations? No. Uh, no. Really? Not even WSB Radio? Nah. I have to do this all day long, and the last thing I need is him sending me push alerts. That's why you're always 90 minutes behind the breaking news Never on the Erickson Show. behind. 100 minutes behind. Maybe. I got a personal news person in here that tells me what's going on <laughs> yeah. every day. Do you, do you get them for ESPN or anything, Longoria? Do you have no. nothing? Mm-mm. Interesting. It's annoying. I don't want my phone going yeah. off that much. Well, they don't, make, they don't have to make any noise or anything. Yeah, but then the, the screen gets all cluttered uh, with crap. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about it. I don't care. Yeah. You, guys are, yeah. you guys belong in a I mean, sewing well, circle. I, I work at a station. I'll find <laughs> out eventually. Sewing circle. All right. It's not like something's going to slip like by. Like what interests you? Me? Yeah. Guns. Yeah, go, oh, yeah. Montana? So, like, yeah. So, like... The NRA. They want a, a no, push alert from the NRA. That. Nothing. No. I really like push alerts. Oh, I really? Can't stand yeah. It. That's the first thing I do when I get new apps is find where I can t- turn off all the notifications. Yeah. Well, yeah, turn off the ones you don't like, but WSB Radio, WSB TV. No. Um, I follow their Twitter feeds. That's enough. Huh. I don't want to. I don't even alerts. do that. I don't even know you guys anymore. Anyway, <laughs> so I woke up to a bunch of push alerts. Go uh, so back to your phone. On yeah. this breaking news uh, in in Annapolis, um, and, and this this hits close to home to me. In case you're just joining us, there was a shooting uh, at a newspaper. Actually, you know what, Longoria? Let me play the latest from ABC News, so I don't mess up the story because you know I've only been up for two hours. This is the latest on the uh, mass shooting at the newspaper in Annapolis, Maryland. The suspect in the nation's latest deadly mass shooting. We don't have an identification on him yet. We do know he's a white male, adult male, and uh, the gun that was used is described as a long gun. And Arundel County, Maryland, Police Lieutenant Ryan Frazier, the suspect believed to have used that gun to shoot up the newsroom of the Capital Gazette newspaper in Annapolis, killing five people and gravely wounding an undisclosed number of others. He is said to be not cooperating with investigators. 
County Executive Steve Shu says it couldn't have been more than 90 seconds before police were on the scene. They went immediately into that building without a moment's hesitation and demonstrated incredible courage. And we are so deeply appreciative of their great work. It could have been a lot worse. A Gazette reporter who survived the gunman says the gunman at one point and was promptly surrounded by police. On Twitter, President Trump declared his thoughts and prayers were with the victims of the nation's latest mass casualty shooting and their families. Richard Cantu, ABC News. So uh, still too early to see to know what the motives were uh, on this uh, situation. I'm not going to jump to conclusions. A lot of people are saying, well, it, it's a. Uh, an attack on the media, as has been called by certain members uh, in politics. I'm not going to jump down and assume that. This very well could have been a domestic situation, the guy's ex-girlfriend, whatever. So I'm, I'm going to save judgment on what the motives are until we actually know what happened. But this story hit it's close to home for me because I started my career at a small newspaper. My first job ever when I was, I was 14, I'm sure I've told this story a bunch on the air, uh, my English teacher, Miss Dove, Miss Dove or Mrs. Dove? I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't think she, she was married. married. No, I would. I would bet no. I would bet she was a, a delightful woman, but no. no why, well, why, probably probably not like, why wouldn't you bet that she wasn't married? Did you ever? You guys were professional wrestling fans growing up. Oh yeah. Remember King Kong Bundy? I was just gonna say, <laughs> yeah. was she about three bills? But with a blonde wig. Oh, nice. King Kong Bundy and a blonde, but a, just the nicest lady yes. ever. Miss Dove. It was definitely Miss. Somebody might have liked it. You know. Yeah. 300-pound lady with blonde wig? Um, you are guys are saying she's 300 pounds. I'm right. just saying she looked like King Kong. Oh, okay. But anyway, she was a sweetheart. Probably still is. I think she's still with us. Not wrestling anymore, but <laughs> she's still with us. Anyway, so I was in like her English class or whatever, and she knew I liked to write and I liked sports, so she got me a part-time job at the, the newspaper in my town, the Register Citizen. Small town, 30,000 people, small newspaper, covered like the the suburbs of my, my town. And uh, so I started working part-time as a sports writer there, making $25 an article, which to me was fantastic. I was 14 years old. That's I'm like, huge. I don't have to mow lawns. You know, I, I don't have to work at McDonald's. Be right to write an article for 25 bucks and mow a lawn for 10, and which I used is to what go, I got when I was mowing exactly. lawns when I was 14. And was I got to go bucks. watch sports and do this. Like, yeah. all right, go watch this basketball game and write a story on it. It was, the fan, it was fantastic. So I'm doing it a month. And then they're like, um, my editor at the time, Brian Sullivan, Sully, who kind of looked like um, the mayor of uh, Munchkin City. Yeah. Okay. With red hair. So that's small. A little bigger. Yeah. But anyway, he was, he was just this wild looking character. And he's like, uh, Mark, how old are you? I'm like, 14. He goes, Oh man, we thought you were 18. Like we're breaking child labor laws out the wazoo here, because he thought I was a senior in high school, but I was, you know, 14. They didn't and ask those questions when you got hired. No, I guess I mean, not. this was 1988, probably November of 88. I think was my first byline, and he's like, "Well, here's what we're gonna do. We really like you, and you're a good writer. So uh, the attorney's got this like waiver. Your parents have to sign." <laughs> and you have to sign it because, you know, we're breaking labor laws, having you, you know, do all this stuff. And, of course, my parents were like, you know, they signed it and I signed it. It was great. And that's how I got my start in journalism was writing sports. It was amazing. At 14, they'd say, all right, go cover the uh, the Housatonic uh, Nanawag girls basketball game, which is like not in my town, but like 30 minutes away. So my parents would drive me. And then my dad would, I guess he would wait in the car. 
till the game was over, and then I'd come out after I interviewed the coach and all that and the players, and they'd drive me back to the the this is to the newspaper, and I'd write my my article, and then he'd drive me back home. I mean, there were no cabs in my town. This is pre. That was a great sacrifice they made. Did Dad have a job? My dad had multiple jobs. That's what I thought. Maybe my mom was the one doing the driving. I just say that. I mean, that's a big commitment. That's yeah. not just like I got to go drop you off a baseball practice and then pick you up later. Yeah. That's you're gone for probably what three hours? Yeah, at least or longer. Yeah, like that's maybe they would drop pops. me off and then come. Would be back. funny if he actually did drop you off and left. Yeah, <laughs> and just, <laughs> just knew I better get back. Yeah, they, they, I mean, and then when I turned fifteen, I was the I was young for my grade. Then all my friends got their driver's license when I was still 15, so then I would bum rides for them. Like, hey, drive me to the Housatonic game. Or hey, come watch the Housatonic game with me, you know. I could never get – they would always always come to the girls' swim meets with me. I'm and, sure. And I'm the sure. girls' volleyball, volleyball games with oh, me. Oh, yeah. Um, Definitely. But, yeah, so that, that really was um, – without that, without Miss Dove giving me that first job, I don't think I'm here because that set me on the – the, the writing trail, which is still a major key, whether you want to be in TV, radio, or newspaper, you need to know how to write. Or if you want to work for the, the Revenant, you, writing is a big part of, of everything in media, uh, from bloggers to whatever. And that's what really started me on my career path. And I remember the uh, when I started working there, and, and if you've never been in, see, we have, a, we have big newsroom here. You know, we've got Channel 2 upstairs, massive operation, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, WSB Radio. But small-town papers are something. They're something else. And I don't know if they still are, but they were back in the 80s. And I remember going in there, and whole newsroom, everyone had a cigarette in their mouth burning. Oh, yeah. Like, you'd walk into the newsroom, it would just be like, smoke. And then I was there for, like, a year, and then they, they disallowed cigarette smoking in the newsroom. So all these crotchety old reporters, you know, in the, would stand outside in the Connecticut winter, you know, sucking on their <laughs> Winston Salem's or whatever, and they were so mad. They're like, I've been in this business fifty two years. But anyway, it was it was a great experience for me, and I I truly respect what goes on in small town newspapers. Say say what you will about the mainstream media, you know, CNN, ABC, and whatever. But, you know, small-town newspapers, that, that's part of the fabric of American culture. They're the people that cover the Board of Education meeting in your small town. They're the people that— um, Cover that, the most boring events. Yeah. And, and do it well. And do it well. And, and, and it, it really is a calling. I left that calling. It turned out, <laughs> I, it, turned out it wasn't my calling. But for a lot of people, it is, and it and newspaper is it's a dying industry, and especially small town local newspapers, uh, the people that that do that for a living um, really deserve. I mean, they're they're horribly paid. The hours are horrible. It's stressful. Like if you ever worked on a dead, there's no deadlines in in radio, but in newspaper, it's like you got to put that paper to bed by ten fifteen or whatever. And I remember being fourteen, and Sully, the little guy. We'd be like, come on, Aaron, you got seven minutes to get this thing done. We gotta put the paper to bed. And I'd be like, wrapping it out. And um, a lot of great memories. And and I really feel I again, I don't know what happened, I don't know what the motive is, but five dead at a small newspaper in Annapolis, uh, Maryland. I hope it was nothing nefarious, terror, any of that. Maybe it was just a jilted lover. Maybe it was a guy who worked at the paper and got fired. Who knows? We'll find out. I'm not jumping to conclusions, but I hope it's nothing. You know, it's a sad situation either way, but I hope it's not, you know, angst against media members. That that would suck because 
we we are in the media here. I'm I'm broadcasting live behind bulletproof glass. We've got double security gates in the front. Mm-hmm. We've got armed guards uh, that that patrol the hallways and and our front lobby. So um, we're we're in the public eye, and it's it's sometimes it's scary out there with the rhetoric that's coming down on the mainstream media. So I just wanted to start the show off. My thoughts and prayers go out to those that lost people at the uh, the Gazette in Annapolis, Maryland today. Five dead. Uh, we'll continue the update. I think we're going to have a special update from ABC News, Longoria. Is that the truth? At 9 p.m. 9 p.m. We'll have a full update from ABC News about the shooting. And, of course, we'll have uh, updates through the overnight uh, with Mark Aylwine in the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News. So I just wanted to start the show with that. We will have fun now. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is indeed a throwback Thursday. What are we listening to, Longoria? Count... Basie. Count. Big pause. Basie. Basie. Little Sanjay and uh, Johnny Kilbasa with us tonight as well. 404-872-0750. Throwback Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 724, 67 soggy degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aaron with you till 9 in the p.m. on this throwback Thursday. Uh, new information, Chuck, on the uh, the suspect in the Annapolis shooting at the newspaper. Apparently the suspect um, had altered his fingerprints. Yeah, I'm, he, I don't know. Burnt them, whatever, laser them, I don't know. I could have, you could, I mean, you could... Rip super glue off, you know. Super uh, glue I don't glue. want to talk he about all it. kinds of stuff. Anyway, so he altered his fingerprints, but they ID'd him using facial recognition software, according to uh, law enforcement sources. So that makes it seem more nefarious. The the guy that you know he went out of the way to damage his fingerprints. Yeah, and he had no uh, no ID and refused to say his name. Yeah, they, I mean you're going all in if you're burning yeah, fingers. Burning finger. Off. That's that's yeah. Wow. Crazy. So, all right. So, again, we'll, we'll continue to follow this breaking story. I don't want to spend too much time on it because I do want to have some fun tonight. But let's get some calls out of the way. Lisa is in Gainesville. Lisa, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thanks, Mark. Happy Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Indeed it is, Lisa. Yes. Good morning. Hey, oh, good morning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you were saying earlier um, about the media, that the, you know, the, the, the way that uh, the rhetoric and the, all I could think about was in every instance in society, no matter what you are, there is a tremendous amount of personal responsibility that we are offered and we can choose to do and use it for good stuff or we can let power and, uh, I don't know, money, whatever that might run you and use it for bad. And that's what we see so much of. And it's in every walk of society so all I, my my word for the day for thursday is personal responsibility on all of us as a nation because we're not going to get out of this understood understood we're- lisa i gotta run i'm so sorry i want to get some uh, more calls on before the break irene's up next on the program hey irene hey mark um i just wanted to say i agree with you on the push on the news i'm a news addict and I couldn't. I couldn't live without the push from WSB radio and TV. Yeah, it's like it's like having your own source. You know, like you get right, that push alert. Exactly. You don't even I, have I'm for severe weather, Longoria. What? No, no, I was asking Longoria if you get some. You should. You should get this. Go uh, download the WSB weather app 
and get the the push alerts for your area so you'll know you know you've got two daughters you got to take care of we have a siren that goes off if there's a tornado you trust the siren and not glenn burns what is wrong with you and i can look outside download that for my god kids sake download the wsb tv weather (laughs) all right all right we're gonna come back we're gonna talk alcohol when we come back we're going to lighten things up. 404-872-0750. This is Throwback Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Atlanta. It's Andy Cohen. You're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, do you know about the USA? Do you know about the government? Can you tell me about the Constitution? Hey, learn about the USA. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, to provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Welcome back to the show. 736-24 in front of 8. Mark Aram and guys at your beck and call till 9. Deb Green is uh, down the hall, but Spence, Loti, and Longo are here. We're going to uh, talk about uh, alcohol in just a second. But I started the show with the update on the breaking news in Annapolis, and I, and I, in a very inarticulate way, I tried to explain my feelings about the story. And I just found this thread on Twitter from a guy named Michael David Smith who works for Pro Football Talk. I don't know. It was retweeted into my timeline. I just want to read you real quickly what he wrote because what he wrote is what I which, what I tried to say at the top of the show but failed. more eloquently? Yeah, a lot more eloquently. All right, so this is from Michael David Smith from Pro Football Talk. Um, the people who work in newsrooms like the Capital Gazette do hard work for low pay because they love their communities. They're reporters who sit through long and boring zoning meetings because – whether a new development gets approved can make a huge difference for a neighborhood. They are photographers who make a high school volleyball player's day by capturing the moment she spiked the ball and putting that moment in the newspaper for her grandma to clip and save for a family memento that will last a lifetime. They're editors who get cranky about some seemingly arcane point of grammar because the English language still matters to them, and they find beauty in communicating cleanly, clearly, and concisely. They're feature writers who profile the great teacher who spent half a century in the community and retired having influenced more lives than any pop star on a magazine cover. They're investigative journalists who let you know where your property tax bill is really going and who hold politicians' politicians' feet to the fire when they waste your hard-earned tax money. That, that's what I was trying to say. That's, that's the small-town newspaper environment that I grew up that still is, is struggling to survive today. But, uh, yeah, that's why that, that story meant so much to me. So thank you to uh, Michael David Smith for saying what I wanted to say, but a lot better. All right, uh, let's talk about booze. Um, I, I know Chuck's drinking habits, and I know Longoria's drinking habits. Spence, are you over 21, first of all? I am. Okay. Um, and I go to UGA. UGA student. Um, I'm assuming keg beer is the, 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 the drink of choice in Athens these days? I, uh, I'm way out of it. In Athens, um, PBR probably, I would say, is like the, probably the most— Populous yeah. drink of choice. What do you, what's your typical beverage if you do imbibe? Uh, I do imbibe typically. Uh, I would go with my personal favorite of alcoholic apple juice, which is uh, Angry Orchard a cider. Yeah, you're a cider guy. Chicks yeah. love not guys a, that a, drink cider. I'm, not, I'm just not a beer guy. I haven't gotten into it. I haven't <laughs> gotten into it. Understood. Well, you you are the reason why we're going to talk about this. Apparently, beer sales are are plummeting. 
in the United States. People are drinking, well, aside from Chuck, people are drinking. <laughs> I got to step it up. Less and less beer. Here's an up. Uh, yeah, here's a story from uh, CNN Money about uh, America losing Americans losing their taste in beer. Americans certainly haven't stopped drinking, but they're skipping the Budweiser and sipping wine or liquor instead. That's been the trend for years, but now it's accelerating. In the past year, domestic beer shipments are down three and a half percent. There's just not as much interest in legacy American brews like Coors and Miller. Plus, the drop is caused by changing habits. In the past, many Americans felt loyalty to top beer brands, but now millennials make drinking choices by activity. A mimosa at brunch, a cocktail at happy hour, a margarita on the beach. Craft brews have been the engine for growth in the U.S. beer industry, but that is starting to slow too. So what brews are Americans drawn to? Mexican beers. Imports are growing from Modelo, Pacifico, and Corona. What I'm talking about. <laughs> That's fake news. Isn't that, isn't that unbelievable, though? I don't buy that. I totally buy that. I do. Listen, I don't speak for all millennials for sure, but I am happy to say, or I am happy to claim the title of having killed off the beer industry. It's but, just another thing on the millennials have killed X list. But if, if you ever go out, like I went out to dinner, when did we go out to dinner? Saturday. The, the the couples we were with, they didn't get beer. They got wine and, and hard liquor where, you know, 10 years ago they might have gotten a bud with the steak. Instead, they're getting, uh, you know, wine. My, I well, hardly... they might be drinking less domestic beer. Yeah. But you, when you when you phrased it first, you said less beer. And I'm like, there's no way because craft breweries too big. Like all my friends, no. we, a lot of us have gravitated. Beer from sales drinking. are down 2.5% year to year. All beer sales. The only thing that's keeping the beer industry up is the craft, craft beer. beer. More people are drinking craft beer, less people are drinking the Bud Lights and the Coors and the Those Natural Light, which is what I what I grew up drinking. The Natty Light. Oh, thank yeah. you. I, did, I did forget Natty Light. Well, I mean, it was that's the cheap, it was the cheapest yeah. beer. Was, I had a keg of Natty Light. One yeah. Time. Oh yeah. Oh, it's the best. It's like forty nine bucks a keg or something <laughs> at, at one point. Uh, but for my personal drinking history, I mean, I started out drinking Natty Light in college. <laughs> um, but then a couple years into college, the 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 line for the bathroom for guys got so long because you have you know two hundred meatheads in the small college oh, yeah. bar drinking draft beer, you know you're just renting it. You're you got to deposit it out, and I got sick of waiting in the lines because the longer you're in your line for the John, the less time you have to talk to coeds. So I went to the bartender. I'm like, I'm done drinking beer. Give me liquor on the rocks. I don't care what it is. And the guy was like, all right. And he poured me Johnny Walker Black on the rocks. And from that point to now, that has been my drink of choice. I mean, I'll drink that stuff, but I'd rather drink beer all day. I mean, I like beer. Yeah. But no, if it, it's, you know, it fills me up. It makes me bloated. It's, it's. I feel like I'm accomplishing something because when I can look and see a big <laughs> stack of bottles or a big stack of cans. Uh. But like, if I look at my. You know, I, I, if I look at my bottle of Jefferson Reserve yeah. and there's, you know, a quarter of it gone or half, I'm like, eh. I need to give you more responsibility at work. If you're looking to accomplish things. I feel and, like I accomplished something you know, if I've got a big an, stack of An cans. empty case that, yeah. that you feel like you've accomplished something. What What do you drink, Longo? What, what's your drinking history? What is it? What has it been? Um, I started off with beers, yeah. you know, just normal Bud Light, that kind of stuff. Um, I don't drink that much anymore, but if I do, I drink Southern Comfort. Harder liquor. Oh, SoCo. Yeah. What do you, you mix that with anything? You do it on the mm, rocks? It's on the rocks. I've been drinking stuff on the rocks lately for some reason. You know what I can't do? Like I can't do neat drinks. 
Oh yeah, I have to have ice. Yeah, I can't, I can't if it, it depends on what it is. I rarely have I enjoyed a neat beverage where it's yeah. just served warm in a glass. And I know like a lot of bourbon drinkers are like, give me a schmoopy well, doopy neat doing or whatever. It, doing that, drinking that stuff from Montana, <laughs> it's cold. Drinking it neat warms it, you up. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, like so you learn how to. I knew you. I knew that was coming. <laughs> of course, I knew that was coming. But yeah, no, dr- no, I agree. Dr- drinking that stuff. So I still have an affinity for just for pouring neat. a nice. But like now in the summertime, no, yeah. you won't catch me do that until December. The best part of the, the of the scotch on the rocks is when the rocks melt a little bit and you got the the it's just I just like it. It's, yeah. I can't do the neat drinks. Again, Unless just, like an amaretto after dinner. If you go to an Italian restaurant yeah. uh, or a sambuca, you drink that. You don't put that on the rocks, but that's like an after dinner drink. But um I I, I see that in my day to day life. I see people, except for Chuck, drinking less and less <laughs> beer. I, I truly I do. Step it up. <laughs> do you, when you when you go out to college bars, Spence, um, w- of which I do often. Yes. What do the uh, what are the coeds drinking now? Are they still drinking beer? Or are they they going with the 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 mixed drinks? Like the... I think you, I think you did correct me earlier. I will correct the record and say that Natty Light is probably by and large just the number the one. Staple. Okay. Yeah. But out in a bar, you know, girls are drinking margaritas. Uh, probably mixed drinks. Mixed I would say drinks. is vodka definitely creep, creeping into the majority. Vodka cranberry. Oh yeah, all the time. I remember oh, yeah. the first time Red Bull came out. I was, oh, yeah. in, I was in L.A. visiting my friends, and they, they're like, can we get a Red Bull and vodka? I'm like, what the hell is a... Wait. Yeah, right? What? Yeah, yeah, Red Bull and vodka. And I'm like, what the hell is a Red Bull? And they're like, oh, it's a great thing, energy drink. So I ordered one. I'm like, this tastes like cough syrup. What are you drinking? That was 20 years ago, maybe. But that was like the rage, Red Bull and vodka. I don't know. Is that still a thing? Are people drinking? I've, I've, the only real context I've heard of, like, uh, Jägermeisters or Jägerbombs. No Red Bull? Uh, well, I mean, it involves Red Bull, but I haven't heard of Red Bull with vodka. Just no? not a common right. thing, I guess. You're not a connoisseur here. He hasn't seen it. Yeah, he's yeah, 12. Really. <laughs> um, any pride? The fact that uh, Mexican beer uh, purchases yeah, are I'm, surging. I'm pretty glad about that. Modelo. Yeah. Um, I do like uh, Corona Light with the lime. <sighs> no? I guess that would be considered a Mexican beer, I guess. Is it not? I don't know. It's more domestic, I would think. Gross. There was an urban uh, myth when I was in high school, and my my friend's mom started this rumor. Well, at least told me about the rumor. That you can't order a lobster? That I can't do what, what to a lobster? You can't order a lobster. <laughs> yeah, I heard something else, too. I heard something completely different yeah. than that. <laughs> no, that was my mom who lied to me. But uh, my buddy Lena, his mom, was like, oh, don't, because she came home when we were drinking Coronas. She's like, you, you, haven't you guys heard? And we're like, no. They're like, that beer is full of Mexican urine. <laughs> they did. I remember. No, I remember, remember in college that? they did make it. They did make a big deal about dirty Mexican water. Yeah. and Don't drink Corona because oh, it's God. made from gross Mexican water yes. and They're it's like, tainted. The, and the you... Mexican kids pee in the river yeah. and then they take the the, the river water <laughs> and they make the Corona. Yeah. She's like, you're drinking Mexican urine, and I was like, well, it's good. You know? It's good with lime. Yeah, yeah, it's good with lime. <laughs> so you've heard of that too. Then. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Long so long over. Let's go to the source. Yeah, uh, I, I never heard of that. But um, did you urinate in not the urinating in, in the Corona bottles <laughs> bottling plant? No, she didn't go far to say that they were actually uh, right, right. relieving themselves in the bottle. But just she's in the like, river. She's then. like the river outside the Corona facility. It's a very poor area, and all the kids urinate in the river, and then they take that water and they make the Corona. I mean, wow. She wasn't even telling us to stop drinking. She's like, "You're drinking, you're drinking urine." She's like, "Drink the, <laughs> that's the funniest thing and that's I've the ever problem." Heard. Yeah, she's like, drink, "Yeah, drink the non-pee beer, Aram. What are you doing?" So uh, that's what we're talking about. Have you seen uh, your drinking patterns change 
from a kid to an adult. And what are you drinking now? Are you drinking less beer, like the study says? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mac joins us in Decatur. Mac, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's up, guys? How are you, Mac? Doing great. I've got a small-town newsroom story and a margarita train wreck, if you'll give me five seconds. You got it, brother. I used to work 28 years ago, which is a throwback. Right out of college, I worked at a small-town newspaper in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia, the Waynesboro News, Virginia. And we used to have an editor-in-chief, and he would actually smoke while pulling around. He had emphysema. He would pull around an oxygen tank through the newsroom and have a cigarette in one hand and an oxygen tank in the other. We just waited every second for the whole place to blow up. I mean, but, uh, literally everyone in the newsroom I worked at smoked. Everyone. Yeah, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. Well, the Margarita train wreck, I don't drink a lot, but I got really hammered on some margaritas over in Decatur at the Coyotes Mexican restaurant. This was about 15 years ago. And as we were leaving, I love creative loafing. And I, as I was leaving, I went to the rack and I picked up a creative loafing. And I held it up and I turned around and announced to the whole restaurant I've been looking for one of these everywhere. Got home the next morning, sobered up, and I'd actually picked up the gay yellow pages and had shown the oh. whole rest. I remember those. I remember the gay yellow yeah. pages. I don't think they have yeah. them around. But if you go out to a, a restaurant or even a, like just a, there was a breakfast spot called the Pot and Pan over on Piedmont, and you'd walk uh, you'd walk in, and you know they they have newsstands or whatever, and they'd have the free giveaway magazines or whatever no, penny savers yeah penny no not even penny yeah i guess whatever and there used to be a rack of this rainbow colored yellow pages it was the gay yellow pages and of course you got to pick one up as you're going out and then i'd come back to work after breakfast and throw it on someone's desk you know <laughs> but that that was a thing back when yellow pages were a thing they had the the gay yellow pages not in montana they didn't my, <laughs> my <laughs> probably not uh but wasn't brokeback filmed in uh montana didn't that yeah, take in like the mid 2000s yeah, yeah but was. that that was filled in montana all right um tequila as far as my drinking history i haven't had tequila in over 20 20 years i had a bad night with my buddy solano can't even smell the stuff anymore. Yeah. I know tequila is better now. It's yeah. not just the Jose Cuervo, but uh, I can't even smell tequila. Completely off my my alcohol to-do list. All right, coming back, your drinking history. Are you drinking less beer now in 2018, as the survey says? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Throwback Thursday listening to... Count Basie. On the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 755, 67 degrees on Peachtree Street, talking about Americans' drinking habits. Are Americans drinking less beer? Survey says yes. 404-872-0750 is the number. Tucker joins us in coming. Tucker, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Yes, yes, yes. The unfortunately named city of coming. <laughs> um, I, uh, I wanted to touch base on a couple of things. First, the, uh, the beer market. Um, I'm in the packaging industry. And uh, some of the big names that you mentioned, uh, I'll kind of skip over them. Uh, Anheuser-Busch, Miller Coors, they, they, they really are struggling. They have been for a while. It started with the craft beer uh, market, but, uh, but even now, that's why they, you continue to see them revamping their marketing campaign. <clears throat> Miller coming you know, back with the throwback can, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but even trying to you know, name it America. They're, they're struggling, you know? Yeah. So um, 
but uh, but I had kind of a similar uh, experience as you. I tried uh, uh, Jack Black for the first time and uh, liked it on ice, but I really liked it without ice. I really liked it neat, and that that kind of led me into the uh, single malt scotches. So yeah, I guess I guess if I have a single now. malt, I'll I'll have a neat. I just don't prefer it. I like ice in my drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Indeed, especially uh, the Mexican uh, urine beer. I need that to be cold. Yeah, it's better cold. You never heard that growing up. In Mexico, I never did, I really. Because <laughs> he was busy drinking it. Yeah, I was busy drinking exactly. it. Exactly. All right, well, all of your calls when we come back on uh, America's declining taste in beer. More people switching to mixed drinks and wine. Uh, You're drinking history, plus a little Sanjay live in studio. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's Throwback Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Andrew Garfield, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever Back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 8077 after 8 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on WSB. Uh, Spence is here, the intern, Longoria, stoic as ever on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls. Low T. Uh, just got an update from the police at Annapolis, Meriden, uh, Maryland. They say this was, quote, a targeted attack on the Capitol Gazette. What that means, I don't know, but uh, we'll continue to follow this uh, situation. ABC Radio News will have a special update at 9 p.m. Yes, Chuck? I just saw CNN had said that this guy had had run-ins with the editors there okay. uh, previously. All right. So Then he burned his fingers off. Apparently. Or his uh, fingerprints. Didn't they do that in 7? Yeah, he? something like that. Burn all his fingerprints yeah, off? Yeah, something like that. Crazy movie. Um, anyway, uh, little Sanjay's going to join us, yeah? In studio? Did you get him? Yeah, he texted me and said the intern found him. Oh, all right. So I just left him. No, all right. I see him coming down. Okay. Uh, he'll do uh, Would You Rather in just a couple of minutes. We're talking about the study released that said uh, beer sales in the United States are plummeting, especially the big domestic brands, Bush, Coors, Miller, et cetera, et cetera, as people's chases are changing, more hard liquor, more wine being consumed. What is your drinking history, and have you stopped drinking beer and have switched to other forms of alcohol? That's what we're discussing. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Carlos joins us in College Park. Carlos, welcome to the program. Thank you, Mark. Listen, you and I are simpatico when it comes to uh, scotch, uh, when I used to fly international, we had a purser that would sell duty-free alcohol, and you have the red, the black, and the blue. Correct. And I ended up buying uh, a black and a blue. It cost me like, back in 76, it was like $75 for the two of them. Can you ask Langoria or Spencer, what would the price be of blue? Because... I hermetically sealed it, and I haven't drank it since 1976. Well, I don't know what your older bottle is, but a new bottle of Johnny Walker Blue is like 175 bucks at the uh, liquor store. Oh, really? Yeah, it's oh. an expensive one. They also now have Johnny Walker Green and Johnny Walker Gold. 
Um, and you can get a okay. you can get a sampler pack with all of the Johnny Walkers in them. It's a, it makes a great gift, Longoria. Hint, hint. Well, yeah, where I okay. live, they don't have that option. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. I think uh, if you go to hold on, I want to give uh, one of my Instagram fans a shout out. If you go to, and I'm totally making this up, they probably won't stand by this. But if you go to the Canton Package Store <laughs> and tell them you heard yeah. uh, Mark Aram talking about Johnny Walker, they'll give you three percent off your purchase. Of, uh, Are you serious? Johnny Walker package uh, pa- uh, products at the Canton Package Store. So there you go. They in miniature oh, I just got it. It's 250 bucks for a bottle of blue, by the way. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it's expensive. So <laughs> yeah. don't don't open the one you have. That's a collector's item. Okay. All right. Okay. See you, Carlos. Thanks, buddy. Dalton's in Covington. Dalton, welcome to the show. What's up, Mark? How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Hey, I was just going to say I'm in the vocal minority. I'm probably the only millennial that drinks beer on the regular. What What's your typical brand of of uh, brew? Um, it either can go between Blue Moon, Land Shark, or Bush. You got money for a millennial, except for the Bush. But blue, like Blue Moon's <laughs> kind of expensive, right? That's an expensive beer. Yeah, it's usually one of those things. Like about twice a week, I'll pick up a six pack of it. If, and what are your millennial friends uh, friends drinking? Are they not drinking beer? I'll usually drink beer with me. All right. Either be, we'll either do we'll we'll split a case and go a bottle of Maker's Mark or Wild Turkey. Wow. That's 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 fancy. What uh, we didn't do. Uh, what was the off brand Jack Daniels? Do you remember that? Evan Jim, Williams. Oh. Yeah. What did you think it was? I thought it was Jim Beam, but Evan Williams. Yeah. Right. No, that's still a that's still a upper crust brand. Evan Williams was if you couldn't we couldn't afford Jack Daniels you get the Evan Williams and a case of Natty Light. All right, 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. It's time for Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. With the uh, I don't know what I'm saying. He's the guru, he's the soothsayer, he's the truth seeker, he's the asker of unanswerable questions. He is Silky the Luckbox, a.k.a. Little Sanjay. He joins us live in studio. So good to see your handsome face, my friend. My man, there are so many pretty ladies in this studio. Spencer, Maya, oh, exactly. Josie. <laughs> yes. By the way, you're. Uh, how do you? How often do you trim your beard, and how do you trim your beard? Uh, you know what? With some clippers, and I just got my hair cut yesterday. That's Longo, take looking, notes. Look how, look how nice looking, his beard looks I'm like. I'm looking oh, yeah. sexy. I am. I know. She told me a little while ago. You look fantastic. I appreciate that. Good. Man. You look in shape. You look like you just came from yoga. You bet. <laughs> yoga. By the way, Josie, $50 bounty if you give me a 30-second video of him doing yoga. <laughs> oh, I'll give you a lot longer. Oh, good, 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 good. Just yoga videos. Yeah. I don't want any other videos. Um, all right, so Sanjay's going to uh, ask us unanswerable questions, and uh, we'll try to answer them here in the studio, and you answer them in your car. Are you going to play, Maya? No. All right. Josie, you're playing, though. Sure. Okay. First question, Silky. All right. Would you rather be able to punch someone of your choosing once a year with no consequences, as hard as you wanted to, (laughs) anywhere you wanted to, or once a month get a free taco from Taco Bell? I'm not a violent person, but I'm going to punch someone once a year with no uh, consequences. Spence? Is it the same person every year? No, no, no. You, you can right, mix I'll it mix up? It. All right, I'll mix it up. You'll mix it up. Chuck, you already answered punching Stop someone. Punching. <laughs> yeah, he's punching. Longoria, this is tough for you. It is. Taco, just one a month? Just Taco one Bell? a month? <laughs> one a month. Or you can but punch. from Taco Bell, right? No, wherever. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's oh, it's Taco, Taco Bell? Bell. Taco yeah. Bell. Oh, yeah, I'm punching somebody in the face. Right. <laughs> Josie? Punching someone. Punching for sure. someone, and it's probably Sanjay. Maybe. All right. Next question, Silky. <laughs> All right. Would you be? Would you rather be the first person at the table to finish eating or the last person at the table to finish eating? 
first, because um, usually after I finish eating, I have to excuse myself to the uh, facilities because I didn't get that peppermint oil yet to uh, help my digestive system. So I'd rather be the first. I don't want people waiting on me to finish. I can't. St- I can't stand being the last person. I can't have everybody else waiting on me. I can't do it. Yeah. So you'd rather be the first. Rather then. be the first. All right. Low T? Oh, definitely the last because it irritates people. Ah. I have to sit there and wait. <laughs> I'll leave you. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Oh, nah. Most people will sit there. And no, yeah, not me. Won't. I'm rude. I'll leave you. No, you won't. Long go <laughs> No, you won't. Um, I'm always the first person to finish eating, so I'll just do that. <laughs> yeah, he who can... finishes? Who finishes first between you and your wife? Well, that's a good question. You know, I don't know. It's never. I, Make I, a note of that next time. Yeah, I'm going to have curious. to. I have right. no idea. I don't Because I don't picture you a fast eater, but I don't picture you as a slow eater no, either. No, I'm not. But I do like taking my time and then watching people squirm like, dude, seriously, hurry. <laughs> well, I'll just order dessert. You, I don't, I won't wait. I'll just order dessert. Oh yeah, no, which that's yeah. That's is totally. it like on purpose or like? Oh, I do everything. Like he does yeah, everything yeah. on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does. Everything oh, I'm learning on here. Purpose. I'm learning here. <laughs> All right, uh, next question, Silky. All right, uh, on that same note, would you rather get shot or stabbed? In any, do I get to pick the location? No. Yeah, you can. Well, you know what? No, you don't get to pick the location, but it's the same severity. It's not like, Why don't you pick the location where we're going to get shot? Uh, in stand. your abdomen. Oh, uh, no, in your arm. Uh, excuse me. Arm. Like your arm or your thigh or something? Yeah, arm or thigh. I'll let you choose. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say shot. I'm going to say shot. Make it a 22 right in the arm. That's what I'm going Spence? It's the same same severity, is that? Yeah, same severity. So if like it's a twenty two, then it's Yeah. It's like a twenty two worth of stabbing, which is like a large needle. I don't, I don't know. know. But uh I'll say stabbed. I want to keep the knife. Ooh. <laughs> okay. That's cryptic. Chuck. Oh, I'm definitely getting shot. Shot, yeah. Stabbed. Really? Yeah. That seems so I know my way around the knife. Yeah. Yeah. So like know my way around it's, that's so like that's like uh, you know like oh shoot me from a mile away and I, you know yeah, yeah. good yeah. word you like that. very yeah Josie what are you gonna what are you gonna do get shot or stabbed shot I'm worried about your boyfriend by the way yeah where his where his worried. mind is going um, all right yeah so we, right. that was an interesting one all right would you rather have a voiceover narrator like in a movie that always follow that only follows you and everyone can hear the narrator or have your own theme music that only follows you and everyone can hear it. Oh, theme music. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I stay what would it alone. Be? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, I'm gonna go theme music. The narrators, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to that, but I have, yeah. uh, I'm going theme music. I'll say theme music, uh as unless it's like James Earl Jones or something like narrating me. In that but then I can hear like Yeah, little, then everybody little gets to hear Spencer's yeah. coworkers knows. He's wearing the same underwear he wore Wednesday. <laughs> like, as long as it's James Earl Jones, you know what? I'll fess up. You know what? You don't want James Earl Jones spilling your secrets. <laughs> Spencer stabbed a guy when he was 18. <laughs> Chuck. If the narrator was really snarky, I, I was leaning towards the narrator, but I'm going to pick the theme music. Yeah. Because when I used to edit commercials, yes. When I used to, like, when I used to edit commercials, not theme music, but like movie, like like movie a music, soundtrack, soundtrack. Okay. Because when I used to edit commercials, I used to play soundtrack music, and people would stand in the room for a little while, and then all of a sudden go, "Am I in a movie?" Because they would like it would start to fit whatever you were sure. doing. It was just really weird how it would fit your mannerisms. All and right. Stuff. And I thought it was, I just dug it. I thought it was cool. That is cool. Uh, Longoria. I'll pick a song. All right, so going going back to the yeah. the narrating, I just thought about this this morning. It's so weird that you mentioned this. When I was a kid, and apparently, I mean, I was definitely a weird kid. In my head, 
I thought that everyone on the earth got someone assigned to them. Call it an angel, call it whatever. Mm. And your person in heaven was on a typewriter writing the book of your life. It was I like, all right, like, Mark Aram like got me. toast and cheese sandwich for breakfast. He <laughs> like forgot a stenographer he, in a in a, a stenographer, room, yes. in a courtroom. So I'm thinking. So this, I mean, I'm like six or seven thinking this. I'm like, so <laughs> I'm thinking. Awesome. There's some guy named Gus who's writing my life story. Yes. And Why I used, Gus? I don't know. I'm not. I'm, that wasn't okay. his name. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. But I remember thinking, well, let me give Gus a break. And I'd I'd pretend to be on a typewriter. Mark is sitting in his room. <laughs> like, wow. you're That's a weird awesome. kid. Yeah. Right? Isn't Super that freaky weird? weird? That is weird. Are you if my kid for... did that, I'd have to, we'd, we'd go to counseling. I never told my parents yeah. that. Okay, Until are you now. hoping for like game over stats where you're like, okay, 15, like what's your lifetime no, but grilled then when, cheese is eaten? When you die, they give you your big book. And yeah, Gus is like, book of life. like Aram, it was, a, it was a pleasure, man. What if he just couldn't stand you? Yeah. He's like, I'm so glad you're dead. I'm tired of writing about you. Let me talk to God. You picked your nose a little too often. And but uh, but otherwise you we're going to give you a big a nose. fun fulfilling. <laughs> he didn't make me. He just oh yeah sorry. No, they're sending you. I back. thought you said when you were going to give him a break, like you just stood still. No, <laughs> like, I, would, I, was like, I thought that's yeah. where that was going. I, <laughs> you just right. like I'm going to let him take a break, yeah. and you just sat there. Gus, go take five, Gus. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to sit here. No, I would like pretend to type on a fake typewriter. Oh, that's Mark hit the J key. Isn't Mark that weird? The H key. You are very uh, imaginative. Yeah, totally. Kid. Like, that's cool. That's funny, though. I'm a freakazoid is what I am. <laughs> that was um, great. Yeah, so Gus, if you're listening, you're doing, <laughs> you're doing great work. And uh, you know what, Gus? I'm not going to move during this commercial break. So I you got can, one you more, can take. Man. I know, we're coming back. We're coming back. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one is good. Yeah. He's like, I can't in for this. Yeah, yeah. We're coming back. Right. We'll finish up with little Sanjay. <laughs> Gus, take five. We'll be right back. This is Throwback Thursday with Count Basie on the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 825 67 on Peachtree Street on Throwback Thursday. Sanjay gracing us with his presence in studio with Would You Rather. Squeeze a couple more would you rather's in before the news break, Silky. Yes. All right, uh, point the microphone toward your mouth. There oh, you go. I was just joking. I was yeah. just kidding. There right. you go. <clears throat> would you rather have $1 million in dimes that you had to personally hand count every time you paid for something or have $750,000 with no restrictions? So if I'm going to Taco Bell. Yeah, dimes. Count them out. Can I roll them? Nope. 62 dimes. For a meal, oh, I'm lazy. Seven fifty. I'm taking seven hundred fifty thousand. I know that's a dumb thing to leave that much money on the table, but I hate money. I hate doing coins. I got wait. I, no, I'm not doing coins. Seven hundred fifty. Yeah, I'm way too lazy. Wow, for that. quarter million dollars. Someone said, "Would you count these for a quarter million dollars?" And you'd be like, "Nope." No, I wouldn't. Spence? Every time I wanted to do yeah, something? but every time yeah, like no. All right, well, now that you put it like that, with like, would you count these for a quarter uh-huh, million? Like, yeah. that's different. Would though. you live like this for a quarter million dollars? Uh, yeah, no. okay. Yeah. It's not enough money. I wouldn't do it. Longoria? Yeah, I'm taking the cash. I'm not doing coins. You want 750 Yeah, yeah. All right. Interesting. Josie? Oh, I'll take the dimes. I've got time. <laughs> does, does Sanjay collect dimes or something at home? Is that, is that no, a thing? His, he collects nickels. <laughs> does he really? Yeah. All right. I might. Next question, Sil. All right. Of the five senses, Real which quick. would you rather have doubled in ability? Sight, hearing, touch, taste, or smell? Sight. I want eagle eyes. Spence? Uh, 
I, I gotta I gotta say sight because I just want my hear my I just want my sight to be good. Yeah, I gotta wear glasses. Wearing glasses, Chuck. Bad. What was it? Which of the five senses do you want doubled? Ooh, certainly not smell. Yeah, that's not a good mm-hmm. one. No. Yeah, I would have to say sight. Guy have bad eyes anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'll we'll say right. hearing. Hearing. Yeah. Hearing. All right. Very good. Uh, follow him on Instagram at Silky the Lockbox. Check him out on Facebook, the official account of the Mark Aram Show. It's Brass Tax Accounting. Uh, we'll come back with more of your calls. You're going to hang out a little bit, right? You bet. All right. Eat those poke bowls. <laughs> and uh, we'll come back. Uh, who's on the line? Uh, Fat Kid and Archibald. You'll be next. 404 872 750 1 800 Talk. Throwback Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 836, 24 in front of 9. Mark Aram with you till 9 in the p.m. Tomorrow on the show. Big show. Big show. Uh, writer Matt Reese from The Simpsons. and or Mike Reese. Mike Reese, not Matt. I used to work with Matt Reese. Mike Reese and comedian Brett Morin tomorrow on the program. Quick update on the breaking news out of Annapolis, Maryland. What did we learn during the uh, break there, Chuck? Uh, they have identified the shooter. I'm not going to use his name. Yes. But uh, 38 years old had a defamation lawsuit that was dismissed against the Capital Gazette back in 2012. I haven't found yet if he worked for them or if they ran a piece on something that he had done Probably, and filed the lawsuit. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, this so is he had an ax to grind with yes, that specific so paper. That's why uh, That's why they also said that uh, he it looks like he was targeting specific people and did have run-ins with certain editors right. and stuff there. So uh, We're going to do a special ABC News presentation at 9 on the Annapolis shooting. Uh, we'll get you caught up to date there. Johnny Kilboss will join us with a fast review in just a moment. But longtime friend of the show, Fat Kid, joins us in Roswell. What's going on, brother? Hey, how are you, Mark? So, so I didn't know you were on hold. Had I known you were on hold, I would have had you played Would You Rather with us. I apologize for that. Oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. But I would take those dimes in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? You want you want a million. Well, you have free time. You can, you can roll yeah, up those dimes. Lots of free time. I can count those dimes. But I wanted to call about the alcohol since you were talking about it because I I love that beer is taking the backseat to other stuff because I've never been a beer drinker. I didn't party in high school. I didn't learn to really, uh, you know, appreciate beer. I'm more of a cider fan. I love the local ciders, in fact. There's apparently a cidery down the street from my house on Howell Mill. Um, Yeah, yeah. Urban Tree Cideries down there. It's fantastic. I got to check that out. So, yeah, there's a few of them here in town. There's Urban Tree Cidery down there on Howe Mill. There's uh, Atlanta Cider Company. And then there's Treehorn Cider as well. And, I, yeah, I love those. And they're becoming bigger, so I don't know if I'm falling into a trend or what, but they're damn delicious, and it's like happy apple juice. You, Sanjay, have you, are you a cider guy at all? Not so much. I like no. beer. I like beer. I grew up in cider country in Connecticut. I mean, apple orchards everywhere. I'd go apple pip- picking, whatever. And I remember drinking cider as a, you know, you go to the farm, Ruet's farm, and they get the jug of cider. But I don't know if I've ever had a hard cider, to be honest with you. Oh, they're, oh, they're, they're, they are good. Yeah. There's no question about it, but I just like beer better. Yeah. Well, maybe do a cider sampling uh, next yeah, week Mark, on the Mark Aram show. 
since you're not far from Urban Tree, you really should go over there. I will. I mean, that you get a flight and you know have a good time on location. Yeah, they're fantastic. They have cheeseburgers. Will you meet me there? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll meet you there. All right. Uh, ironically, with the uh, even though Crash Clark is pulling up his end of the bargain, domestic beer sales are, are dropping significantly in the United States. Yes, yes. When when I hang out with Crash, then, you know he's got to have his Bud Light, and then I have the cider, and that's how we drink. There you go. Fat Kid, always a pleasure, buddy. Thank you, Mark. All right, see you, buddy. 404-872-0750. Archibald joined us on the program. This might be the first Archibald we've ever had on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Arch? Well, you guys are talking about booze, and you woke me up. Oh, this is our old buddy, Archibald. That's me. How you doing, man? This, this domestic beer sales are not dropping because of me. I'm keeping I'm keeping the sales up as high as I can. What did, what did you what do you uh, drink? What's your beverage of choice, Arch? Michelob Light. Michel- Michelob Ultra. Ultra. That's right. I knew that. What did you have for dinner tonight, Archibald? I just went with the pizza tonight. Pizza homemade. You always make your own pizzas, right? Yes, this time was I uh, bought it. And what what kind of pizza? What did you have on it? DiGiorno. Oh, uh, nice. Was it a pepperoni or? Absolutely. Absolutely. Pepperoni DiGiorno pizza. And how many Michelob Ultras did you have, Arch? Three before. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, working, I'm working on some more right now. You? I, well, while I was waiting on you, I put a couple more in the in the fridge to knock not like that uh, that uh, that that one paper deal. Uh, no doubt. Do you do you uh, get your Mick Ultras in a can or the bottle? can oh a can a connoisseur all right good stuff How, how's everything been with you arch we haven't heard from you in a while good well it's just uh better than i deserve much better than i deserve listen you're you're uh five mick ultras deep into a night you deserve uh everything you get in life my friend thank you my friend all right listen well, uh g- give us a holler next week arch okay man all right that. have a good weekend i can't believe you, you didn't do- ask him what all he right. cooked he made a DiGiorno. Is that what it was? Yeah. DiGiorno pepperoni. I asked him. Pepperoni, oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I asked him. Getting other calls. I was like, yeah, no. takeout? Pepperoni DiGiorno. <laughs> nice. And he's had five McUltras so far tonight. It's not and delivery. He put, he put two more into the uh, into the fridge to cool down for after the show. Uh, uh, by the way, the Mark Aram show is a lot funnier when you've had five beers. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth and Grayson. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Preach. Hey. hey, what's going on? Can you hear me? I, um, a couple of things. I have the same aversion to tequila that you do. I cannot smell it at all. Uh, bad experience in my 20s, and it sends shivers up my spine. Um, and I've kind of done the opposite of what the uh, trend, I guess, is. When I was in college and my younger years, I drank vodka that was my drink of choice Mm -hmm. and now i'm a beer drinker really so you've switched to beer i switched to beer i would have i would have thought with a a classy name like elizabeth you were a wine drinker you know never been a wine drinker no wine i mean i have you ever had a frosé frosé no never had a frosé it's apparently a big thing now it's frozen rosé wine it's apparently Hmm. a great summer drink Great summer. Oh, maybe I'll have to try yeah. it. I, I, I have. I like champagne. I do like champagne. But if I'm, I, you know, if I'm just gonna go out and shoot some pool or whatever, I want to drink beer. You want a beer? Um, yeah. Don't shoot pool while I drinking like... champagne. You'll get thrown out of the pool <laughs> hall for 
Yes Something or like no. that. Hey, I have a quick question for you. Go ahead. So I called you. I've called you a few times. I listen to you every night on my way home from work. Love the show. Thank you. Love all the gang. And um, I called you last week and asked you if you had gone to Cousins at Lennox um, to get the whole belly clams. Have you done that yet? No, not yet. But I did uh, Longoria and I had Cousins lobster rolls uh, on Tuesday at the Martin Luther King Center. They had the truck out there. Yeah. I just my schedule's so weird. I haven't had a chance to. Maybe this weekend I'll go and get there and get the whole bellies. Yeah, they, I called you and told you they are the best I've ever had, and um, just a really, really good. I, I work right there at Neiman, so oh, nice. I pop over there. Yeah, I, I get to get a, go over there at least once a week. Do you work the unmentionable counter? Not the unmentionable. I no. work in the beauty. Okay. Uh, I work in cosmetics and beauty. All right. Well, I'll come see you because I, I do wear makeup for Channel 2, so... I'll come see you at the, the Neiman's after I get my whole belly clams. 404-872-0750-1800, WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapping bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese, and this week I'm... In pimento cheese instead of regular cheese, just for you, Mark. Excellent, excellent. What's on the menu tonight, brother? One of our favorite adages is one wrong doesn't make a right. Two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts will get you from the Pink Pony parking lot to the Crystal on North Druid Hills Road. And we got big changes coming at Crystal, if you haven't already heard, Mark. You know, as you know, I've been on a 10-year letter writing campaign to to crystal going look guys we got to do something new here we got to get people in the door we got to get people out of the door what can we do so it finally we finally come to the point where there's new things and one of those new things is pimento cheese one of your favorite things right it is it is something that i learned to love later in life i didn't really know about it until i moved to atlanta but yes pimento cheese is is up there for me for sure johnny we lost johnny the fast it's food people great. got to him. All right, call back, Johnny. Victor's in Who Smyrna. Is that talking, Mark? Victor, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you doing, my friend? Excellent. What's up? Uh, you're talking about beer and craft beers and what's good? Sure. Uh, there's a wonderful restaurant in Kennesaw called The Nest. Okay. They have, they have an amazing 48 different craft beers on draft and some of the best barbecue and They've got craft beers, and they've got, you know, they'll carry the Michelob Ultras and, you know, some Miller Lights, but you can get anything you really want there, which is nice. And, I'm, and I'm more worried about the food. What's the go-to uh, food item there? Man, I saw somebody put on one of your links talking about the best nachos a couple months back, and our nachos got put up there, or their nachos got put up there. Oh, I'm one of the owners. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Quite all right, dude. Your nachos. What's on your nachos? Uh, well, it's up to you. Uh, we do our smoke. <laughs> Smoked pork or smoked chicken or chopped up beef brisket, and then we smother that in I love it. Case smother it in queso pico de gallo that we make every day, shredded lettuce, and they're massive. Listen, they're massive. I'm all for supporting small businesses. You call up and promote your business anytime. It's called the Nest. It's in downtown then, Kennesaw. Downtown Kennesaw. You can't miss it. We just put some new outdoor seating there with some astroturf. It looks beautiful. Uh, Do me a favor. Put a, put a sign on your door that now says, "As heard on the Mark Aram Show." Oh, I would love that. We've got customers come in because they say, we've we read about Sean Mark Aram's post and everything. And I tell you, 
We love you. I mean, my wife, she got a Christmas card from you guys. Oh, it's awesome. On our, it's on our fridge year-round. Well, listen, we look, when I come yeah. back from vacation after uh, uh-huh. the 4th of July, I will make the, the trek up to Kennesaw and check out the nest. But I hate to do this, but we got Johnny back on. All right, real quick, Johnny, um, we don't have much time. I'm sorry about, for dropping you, but uh, what's the pimento cheese headline at uh, Crystal's? No problem, Mark. Not only are they bringing in pimento cheese, they're making pimento cheese bites, which are kind of like pimento cheese nuggets with the creamy, cheesy, pimento-y cheese. Now, you can also get a new cheese, pimento cheese slider that they're going to take a crystal, and they're going to put a pimento cheese nugget on top of it, and they're going to slather some cream cheese on there just for you guys. So that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of cheese. Coming from crystal. Silky, are you still lactose intolerant, or can you get the cheese? Oh, I eat so much cheese, man. All right, good. Johnny. Hey, Silky. <laughs> what do you call him? Chunky luck box? Yeah, chunky the luck box. box. Whatever, man. Lucky, lucky um, chunk box. Yeah, um, keep trying to just shove me out the door. You, Chucky can stay there for two hours, and I, I can <laughs> off after 30 He bought That's me okay. dinner, too. I'll keep doing research for you while Chucky makes the big money. That's the, all right, dude. Hey, listen. Let's all tight, so am I, whatever, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> all right, next Tuesday... On the Fast Food Review, um, I know uh, you sent me an email, but I want to tell the listeners, uh, Dunkin' Donuts has uh, has started something called uh, Donut Fries that Johnny's going to break right. down for us next Tuesday. Donut Fries. Yeah. Now, Longoria just sat up straight in his chair like, what's that? <laughs> yes. So next Tuesday, Donut Fries uh, on the Fast Food Review. Johnny, we appreciate you as always. And... It's the cholesterol is high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter. Listen to my podcast on iTunes or johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. There he is, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. One segment to go, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Arams. Throwback Thursday on The Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the show at 8.55, the lovely and talented Sharon joins us on the show. Hello, Sharon. Hello, guys. How are you? I'm good. Now, What's being going? a girl and all, mm-hmm. and just starting to appreciate beer, do you guys think that there's a difference in taste with the between the canned bottle and tap beer? I think there's a taste difference. I'm not really a beer guy, but uh, you don't see a difference? Well, let's go to Chuck, the beer expert. Chuck, yes, taste sir. difference between canned bottle and tap. Can you taste the difference? Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. 100%. Really? What do you prefer, Chuck? If Sharon was to buy you a, a beer? I prefer a bottle, but I'll take a okay. draft. Can is the last option. Can is kind of the last. Can is a golfing, you know, yeah. hunting, whatever. Okay. Gotcha. There you go. That. So, Sharon, if you want to buy Chuck a beer... Bottle first, <laughs> then a draft, last resort, give it to him in the Thanks can. <laughs> Thanks for the education. My pleasure, Sharon. Thank you, buddy. Um, <laughs> you can laugh, Silky. It's all, you're allowed to laugh on the air here. Hey. Yeah, in the can. That's it? That's it? That's the end of the show? I that's guess so. Well, That's all we got? We didn't have to do anything? Oh, I got tickets to give away. Yeah, give them away on the right. contest line. Seventh caller. You want them? I don't know. What are they? Something good. You can. You I can either pay for your dinner or you can have these tickets. But he's not going to tell you. Hush. The you pay for dinner. All right. <laughs> Thank Seventh caller. Thanks, guys. To 404-741-0750 wins a pair of tickets to the Retro Futura Tour. 
featuring Belinda Carlisle, ABC, Modern English, and more 80s artists, Wednesday, July 11th at State Bank Amphitheater, Chastain Park. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. Star of the show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Um... I did a traffic report in the inside the show. And rushed back from your office. And rushed back from the, the hurry, hurry poopies. So I'm going to get started the show. Silky because uh, comes in second. Thanks, bro. You get the silver medal. Thank you. Everyone else tied for third. Uh, tomorrow on the show, uh, Mike Reese from The Simpsons, Brett Morn, a uh, comedian, will join us and other fun activities. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, and on Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, Josie, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet, and it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.